G'day and welcome to Paddock Chat, a West Midlands Group original podcast created to keep local growers in the loop without having to leave the paddock. I'm Simon Kruger, the comms officer at the West Midlands Group. Welcome to the third episode in our collaboration series focusing on precision ag and mental well-being in partnership with the Society of Precision Agriculture Australia and Mallee Sustainable Farming. Tim Paiske is a South Australian northern Mallee farmer based at Lowbank who farms in one of the most marginal rainfall zones for cropping in Australia and for that matter the entire world. Tim is currently an ambassador and advocate for the Vocal Locals Project, an initiative of the iFarmWell program. iFarmWell is a free online toolkit to help farmers cope effectively with life's challenges and get the most out of every day regardless of the circumstances they face and has been designed based on what Australian farmers have said they want and what research shows will actually help. In this episode, Tim joins MSF's Jay Cummins to share his experiences in this project and about life farming on the edge. Welcome to the Mallee Sustainable Farming Podcast. My name's Jay Cummins and today's program is brought to you by the Future Drought Fund, SPA and MSF. Our guest today is Lowback Farmer and Vocal Local Tim Paschke. Today we're going to talk about Tim's experiences with PA and in particular variable rate technology as well as Tim's involvement in an exciting program called Vocal Locals. Welcome Tim. As an introduction, tell us about your farming operations here in the Northern Mallee. G'day Jay. We are a family business. I'm third or fourth generation and we farm wheat, barley, canola, lupins, vetch, vetchola, peas. We have a whole heap of different rotations based around that and we're also currently running about 900 self-replacing ewes, merinos. So that's me, my dad who's part-time and a worker. So it's keeps us busy so so the crops are really looking brilliant around here at the moment tim so how is the season going compared to the last five years this season is tracking extremely well and we're really quite excited we're quietly hopeful that this season is going to be the one that helps us catch up on the previous four or five years excellent so, Tim, in relation to Precision Ag, I believe you utilise variable rate technology on farm? Yeah, so in 2006, we bought a new Borgolt box and bar and uh, didn't really use that technology for a number of years. We've obviously been yield mapping. But in the last couple of years, we did spend the money and we EM mapped majority of our farm and we are variable rating to soil types and putting the inputs in where they're needed, I suppose, and we're seeing some really good results based around that. So we're trying to get our sandy loam to really produce because that's where we get the majority of our crops most years. So, yeah, it's working really well for us. So you've been able to put a particular figure on it in terms of increased productivity on some of those sands? We don't really, as long as we know we can grow more crop on less country. So you know, even in through the droughts, we were able to grow more grain on 25% less country. So we, we know what our rotations and our the inputs that we're putting in, we know they're actually working, which helps us keep the rotations, keep the grass pressure down and using less chemicals and just putting everything where it's supposed to go. That's really amazing. Such a huge efficiency 
gain there. Mm. So it's not necessarily about cropping more acres. It's about targeting those areas and going for for both quality and quantity in terms of grain output. Yeah, that's right. So we're really excited. Yes, it's been a really tough road because we started off with a really bad brome grass and ryegrass pressure, but just having the rotations and obviously the nitrogen that goes back into the soils in those off years or the rotation years of vetch and things like that, we can see some huge improvements. So we're really excited. Yeah. So along that journey, was there any one particular source of information or person that had the greatest influence over fine-tuning the system and VRT? Yeah, we had an agronomist called Craig Davis. He was really instrumental in helping us in the first, in the early 2014, 15, 16 years. The other thing that was really instrumental was MSF and Michael Moody up at the Mildura site, and they also did three years project down here. And just to be able to see that the rotations actually can work in our own soil tops is really important because we are 10 inch rainfall and that's on a good year. Having projects that are in your own area is just so instrumental in changing farmers' perspective on how things can work in an area. As you said, being able to see this work happening in your own backyard, it's really part of that process of being convinced about the technology and giving it a decent crack as well. That's right, yep. So Tim, rumour has it you've been involved in this Locals program, so what's the Vocal Locals all about? So um, it's actually not a rumour, Jay, I am involved and uh, yeah, it's we were, we were targeted I, I suppose for the fact that we have quite a large community focus i suppose as farmers so the vocal locals campaign is about normal people talking about their how they invest their time in focusing on their own mental health and trying to normalize the conversations based around mental health and not not the stigma of i guess my oh my dad's generation of not talking about how they're feeling i suppose and i guess that's just about just being open and honest and saying we're not perfect at what we do. And uh, the fact of it is, there's probably somebody else going through exactly the same thought process as you, and it's just about opening those conversations up. It's really important to, to share those experiences and ideas. And I think as farmers, quite often you strive for perfection and after seeding, if there's a few wide gaps in the paddock, you think, oh, I've really mucked it up here, but I think the point is it's okay to to make mistakes and learn from those as well as farmers. Yeah, and I guess that's the reality. You know, we're not professionals. We're, We're just our normal farmer. But at the same time, I guess we've been targeted for the fact that we are open to talk about mental health. And I guess we're using Facebook as a bit of a media to uh to post some of our weekly struggles and how we might be able to do something a little bit better and that's been really well accepted we're also doing a heap of modules or well, there's five modules on the website called i farm well and they're open to anybody to be involved in so i farm well is a website and it's it's linked with five modules that you can do in your own time it's been really good for me so every module has a different component that we actually go through and it's about learning about yourself and how you can actually work with your mental health 
and how to do it better, I suppose. How just different ways that we can combat our, how our thoughts are and what we can do differently in our daily lives. And that's been really exciting. I'm up to module four, so I've nearly completed the modules. And it's just been a really great learning experience. Like Sam Henschke said the other day, it could be I truck well or I, uh, or I plumb well. It, it, it's not based specifically about farmers, but it is... It, uh, it just gives you really great guidelines of how you can help with your mental health. It's probably a great point in that the iFarmware was really open to anyone who wants to learn more about how to better manage their mental health. I suppose there's quite a bit there about communication and sharing your, your thoughts and emotions as well. Yeah, it's just, like I said originally, it's just about having open and honest conversations. And the fact of it is, it doesn't matter if it's with your partner or your neighbour. It's about actually understanding possibly what somebody else that you, don't, you, you, you do know or you don't know. You might be able to pick up on some of their, their triggers based around how they're feeling at the time. You know, a lot of people say, how are you doing? And you just say, I'm okay. But sometimes, you know, are you really okay? And I suppose that's really, um, you can actually say, if they, how are you doing? And you can say, actually, I'm really struggling at this. And that's just having that own honest and open conversation based around it. I've been following the Vocal Locals on Facebook. And one thing I really valued from that is people just telling their own particular stories, sharing their experiences and, and that sort of thing. So have you had the opportunity of sharing your own particular experiences? Yeah, look, for us, it's been quite intense, I suppose. It's a bit of a challenge trying to come up with something different every week. I was at a party only on the weekend and one of my uncles came up and we had a conversation for an hour based around what had been posted and his experiences. And I suppose that's just the opening up doorways, whether the Facebook campaign works or not. It's just opening up small windows of opportunities because they can see you as a person that... that who's involved with this program and they they open to share that with you there and their experience and that's where you know everyone's story is their own obviously we're all in it together we want to put that message across that we are in it together and it is okay to talk about it because unless you talk about it you keep it bottled up inside and that can lead to other problems farmers are twice as likely to die by suicide than any other australians and that's a fact and farmers are also half as likely to see a GP. So we are sort of our own enemy a lot of the time. And I guess this is, whether you see a GP or not, you know, it's also talking to your, to your mates or neighbours. And that's probably a really first, first port of call a lot of the time. I think they're great words of advice, Tim. And certainly farmers do work in isolation. If you Sometimes those emotions can build up if you're not quite sure about where to go, where to share those particular issues or even just to have a general quiet chat to, to someone that, that you can trust as well. So hopefully through Vocal Locals and iFarmWell, farmers are being equipped with the right sort of tools, but also the confidence to, to have a chat to a mate as well. Yeah, and I, the fact of it is whether you're from the York Peninsula or you're from the southeast or you're from the northern Mallee, we are all got pressures but a lot of them are the same and the uh, reality is the the country needs us as farmers and 
This is one initiative that hopefully we can be around to support each other going forward. Tim, thanks for your time and let's hope the rains open up in August. Me too. (laughs) That brings us to the end of this Paddock Chat episode. We really hope you've enjoyed the discussion between Jay and Tim and that there have been some key points and moments within the conversation that have really resonated with you. Be sure to look out for the final episode in the series, focusing on wellness coach Tanya Lehman and her role in the Vocal Locals project. If you're enjoying our content, be sure to subscribe to Paddock Chat and let us know your thoughts via our social media channels. You can get in touch with us via Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, or feel free to shoot us an email at comms at wmgroup.org.au. As usual, I'd like to thank our sponsors and members, without whom this would not be possible. I'll see you next time for more Paddock Chat. Local knowledge from a paddock near you. The information provided in this podcast is general in nature and may not be wholly appropriate for your purposes or situation. We recommend that you seek appropriate professional advice before implementing actions based on the information provided in this podcast.